Previously on Not Another Nat One. You guys start approaching the wall. Uh, you notice that where the mist is parted, there actually aren't that many mist beasts in it. Uh, you hear from the top of the wall just like a twang, and a familiar arrow lands directly in front of you where you can see it. Uh, it looks like this is Astrid's arrow, and there is a rope attached to it. Yeah, you guys just adrenaline-filled clamor up this wall. Guys, there's no crystal. Yeah, it's not supposed to do this, is it? No. Uh, Professor, have you ever heard or seen anything in books about crystals just disappearing? All right, well, okay. Here's the plan. What we need to do, first and foremost, get our people, get our folks. We're going to go, we're going to find them, we're going to get them to the camp, and we got to find that scouting party, find out what the hell is happening and what we can do. You do manage to make it all the way to the Bates residence. It looks like someone was quickly like just grabbing everything that they could, but the room is empty. Uh, You see like on this business card is just a golden circle and a V in the center. You see that the dragon's breath has been fully barricaded. Uh, Then I knock on the door and just call out, Hey, Mama Finn, it's me. Yeah, but kind of like you... Uh, hold your stretcher with one hand and like reach back for your hammer in time to see rounding the corner just a horse sized mist wolf the same as you fought before this one is scarred it's missing fur on half of its face from where something had like torn it off from a long time ago and the same like three legged front full of sharp claws it rounds the corner and begins snarling at you Armor up, boys. We got company. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Not Another Nat One, an actual play D&D podcast where we roll some dice and hope these wolves do not violate our rights. (laughs) I really don't want to be violated this episode. I don't either. (laughs) Uh, But I am Chase Ezel, your boy. That's right, Alex. I'm coming for the fucking throw. No, you can't do that. (laughs) Um, And also, I would just like to say, in this, the year of our Lord, 2022... I got our very own Andrew with a Bofa joke. The most obvious oh, of oh Bofa my God. jokes. He, he did. He it did. Was, it was like not even you the could next see it coming text. from a mile away. It was like you said it, no one addressed it. And Alex then like three it, hours. That would be nice too. Because we yeah. knew what it meant. And then like we three did. hours later, I was like, what what is, a second. What's Bofa? <laughs> Um, yeah, but that aside, I am playing Barry, the straight shooting, rootin' tootin' Drake Warden, Dragonborn Ranger, um, who is honestly just wanting to make sure his family and friends get to safety and is scared as hell of this wolf. And I am Andrew, playing Carlaconis, the bugbear barbarian. And this, I am staring into my moment of truth where I get to either prove that. I'm ready for this or prove that and uncle were right. We'll see which. And my name is Sam. I am the official official voice actor for clickbait, the Verdan warlock and click is ready to be back in his element. And what's up everybody. It's the one and only your boy, 
Alex Smith, <laughs> uh, playing Dr. Sidus Sericator, the socially awkward, vertically challenged. Uh, and he's never been more scared in his whole whole life uh, at this exact moment. And he has absolutely no idea what he's about to do. He's probably going to... Uh, He's, he's, he's probably going to show his element. <laughs> Hi, I'm Keith. I'll be your GM for this. Really excited to kill all of you. Oh, no. no. <laughs> Good. No, don't do it. Uh, but we'll see as we get into this combat episode of Not Another Nat One. All right, guys. Y'all ready to play some d and I'm ready. Let's do go. it. Let's go. We find ourselves back at the walls of Vesthelm, but this time on the interior side, uh, our parties has made some good rolls, some good decisions uh, that have gotten them this far to keep the missed wolves at bay, uh, giving them the best tactical advantage to get all of the people safely back onto the walls um, while also defending the trailing caravan. Um, but at that, we will need initiative to be rolled for the first time. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, I'm not expecting that. Really. That's an 18. 17. That's a 13. 14. Get Look those oh, down. No, I'm going last. I hate uh, getting high rolls on initiative, though. Yep. Let's see. 15 to 18. 18. Uh, 10 to 15. 14. I had 13. I had 17. Sorry, I was supposed to go with the first group. (laughs) (laughs) Chase, what did you have? 18. 18, so you're still first. I am on the wrong bus, guys. Uh, (laughs) Sam, are you okay? We just started. No. (laughs) I I was very, I was like, did he say 20 something? Like, what what happened? Uh, Let's see where our wolves are going. Right there in the middle. So as we ready for battle versus these wolves, you do see a large black coated five legged mist wolf round the corner. You see that it stands on four legs, kind of gently placing its fifth on the front right side onto the ground. You can see from this distance that the claw on that far front foot is completely elongated to a talon. Uh, You can see that it's been wearing down all of the claws on the feet that it walks on, but this one is specifically used for marring its prey. but uh, behind you, you have a wall for safety. You de- guys did manage to get almost all the way to your destination with your good rolls. The uh, fin does help uh, the rest of the group kind of take the stretchers to the wall. You see that some people on the wall are coming down to usher and direct the civilians onto safety. But it looks like the only thing between the civilians and the wolves are you guys. So at this point, it's not just like our party that we're defending. It's like the last encampment of the city. Uh, Correct. Though this wolf will have trouble climbing up the walls. It will be uh, attempted to be repelled, but the people on the ground won't be so lucky. So we're the, we're the last defense. Correct. Before it. Okay, cool. Um, so well, they're ru- fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say they're fucked or we're fucked? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So fleeing is an option, though I doubt it will be uh, looked kindly upon. Um, but that brings us to Barry, uh, top of the initiative order. You have sights on these wolves. They're about sixty feet away, just rounding a building. 
Uh, you have sites on this large mist wolf that I described, as well as two smaller variants of that wolf that seem to be kind of doing the larger wolf's bidding. Well, all right. Well, first off, I'm going to use a bonus action for ensnaring strike. So next time I hit a creature with a weapon attack, before it ends, a writhing mass of thorny vines appears at the point of impact. Uh, they'll have to do a strength saving throw. Uh, but before all that, I'm going to pull out the crystal and longbow and uh, fire one of these bows directly into the big wolf. Uh, awesome. Yeah, give me a attack roll. Ooh, that's not going to do it, I don't think. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's a natural one. Oh, oh no. No. <laughs> Uh, no, that that will. Oh, <laughs> is that the first time we played that? Oh yeah, it is. <laughs> is that what we're gonna do every time? And that one is rolling oh, when Chase please, rolls God, it. No. Okay. Yeah. At least when Chase rolls it. Okay, I love it. Yeah, so like Barry just like kind of gets this glow. The ensnaring strike is like the vines are starting to writhe around the bow, and then he just completely missed it. Like he goes to pull it back, and the fucking arrow drops to the ground. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you like glow super cool, draw the thing back, your arrow drops, you're just twang as <laughs> you like dry fire your bow. It just uh, snaps you in the wrist. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> what well, are those what are those things called that go under the wrist the, guard. Van braces, I think is what the technical yeah, yeah, term yeah. is. I don't know the technical term. I'm not a fucking archer. <laughs> but obviously goes, well fuck. <laughs> <laughs> if you've if you've never hit yourself with a, a compression bow string, it fucking hurts. It hurts so bad. So, little tidbit about Alex. I did do a little bit of archery when I was <laughs> Weird flex, but okay. Your, your Alabama is big showing. Big if true. Roll tag. <laughs> yeah, big if true. Could uh, be news. All right, click, click. What are you, what are you doing? Um, Barry, I assume you're not. I guess you can move if you want. Uh, no, I'm just going to stand there in my shame. All right, awesome. Click. What you got? Uh, Click is going to, as the kids say, play the hits, and we're going to cast Eldritch Blast. <laughs> Tried and true. The big wolf. Tried okay. and true. Roll attack. Uh, that's a 15 plus 5. 20. That'll, that'll hit. How, how, mu- how much damage do you roll there, Sam? It's a d10 plus 4? 3. Yeah, sorry. It, I had something on. I was trying to figure out what type of damage it was. Uh, 6 force damage. Good, sir. Damage. Uh, awesome. Yeah, you... Uh, pull, hold out your hand and this blast of energy emanates from your palm directly impacting the main wolf it like shoulder shrugs uh, it seems to hurt it but it's uh, still coming for y'all speaking of which it is the wolves turn uh, they clear great distances the biggest one seems to be able to get all the way up to uh, the front uh, can just for I'll give you guys honesty like who's who's in the front who was Honest, honesty check. Would step towards the front. Yeah, I think we established last episode that uh, I, that I'm in back, and that Barry was leading the way because he knows this city. Yeah, Sidus is cowering in yeah. fear. You guys, so. so if you're in the back, you're now in the front because you're heading towards the wall. So okay, these guys then, are kind of attacking your rear. Then yeah, then I was in the back. Okay, uh, it's going to make uh, two attacks on you with advantage because its pack is going to be behind it. Attack tactics. Uh, that is a sixteen. That hits. I'll go ahead and roll the second one. That's a 19. That doesn't hit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How does that work? Uh, that you is going to be that. magic. Uh, 12 slashing damage. Um, this giant wolf. Why? It is, uh, 
you see that you're nearly seven feet tall. Even standing upright with its head held up, it can make eye contact with you. Uh, and as it tr- just prowls forward, you see its extra hand just claws directly across your chest, and then it pounces on you and just bites into your shoulder. You feel your blood kind of pouring out of your body as it's not grappled you, but it's on top of you. I need help back here. Uh, the other two wolves can't quite get in range, but they're right up, they're right on this giant one's tail. Uh-huh. Is that me? Uh, that is Carl's turn with this giant wolf kind of mauling you. Hey, show him who's boss. All right, then I, I pull out the big the big hammer and take a swing at him. Go for it. Would you like to enrage, sir? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> implied. This is, here's, some, here's some level three DM help. Yeah, what a benevolent DM. Uh, that is going to be a 22 to hit. Ooh. 20, yeah, it hits. Nice. That is going to be 10 damage. Awesome. So you just rear this hammer back enraged, just slam it onto the back of this wolf. Uh, it kind of lets go of your shoulder. It's now on the ground, uh, snarling up at you. It seems like you're doing some damage to it. Uh, that brings us to Sidus, who is in the back. Yeah, uh, cowering in fear. How close are the mist wolves to Sidus? Um, given how you positioned yourself, we'll say they're about probably 15 feet away. Uh, right now, they seem to be having trouble getting through kind of the Carl front line. Yeah, uh, as we have established before, Sidus has never, ever fought anything, and he is going through some sort of crisis, uh, so his immediate gut reaction is to cast Invisibility. So he casts Invisibility and disappears from everybody's sight uh, using a second-level spell slot, and he is... He's going to kind of look around and see if there is a barrel or a crate or something around him for him to go hide in. Uh, yes, uh, you look around. There's um, a little bit of just some structure you can hide behind. You can also see that the civilians are evacuating and kind of being led by the wall guard. So you could join kind of the evacuation if you need to. But there are some things that you can hide behind in the meantime. Yeah, he he's not he's not that petty just yet. <laughs> okay, he's not gonna he's not gonna escape, but he is. He's going to kind of go to one of these spots and kind of just sit down, open his book, and just see if there's something in there that can help him. It's awesome. Okay, uh, that brings us up to end of the turn back to Barry. Uh, oh. You have one close to you, but he's not. He's about... Oh, actually, you're, uh, you're, we're in the front, which is now the back, so you're like 15 feet away. Uh, so first, yeah, Barry's going to move up towards the front uh, next to Carl. And he's just going to try this again. So I, I think the ensnaring strike is, is concentration, so it's still active, and he has not hit yet. Um, so he's just going to roll with the bow again and see if he can hit the big one. Okay. Uh, you're probably going to want to be an extra 5 feet, 10 feet away. Okay, um, yeah. Now come up, like, a little bit behind Carl. Yeah. Okay. That is much better. That's going to be a 19. Yeah, that for sure hits. All right, and that is... 13 damage, and Josh is going to use his reaction to add an extra 1d6 fire damage to that. What a good boy. So does he just blow fire at it? Yeah, I I think like when I pull, I want to say he's still on my shoulders right now. Uh, So I pull the bow, it releases, and he just like shoots one little of fire along with it. 
And it is one little pew of fire because there's only one extra damage. <laughs> <laughs> so are you committing war crimes using a flamethrower? No, Josh in is. Oh, okay. Josh is the one that's committing the war crimes. It's just the wow. arrow is on fire. So like the arrow sticking out of their body is also scorching. Ah, yes. okay. I see it now. Your honor. <laughs> Your honor. My, you my see. pet killed all these yeah, people. That, that will hold up in court. Absolutely. <laughs> but you just did 14 damage? Uh, and that's not all 14. because of snaring strike. Dang. Ah, sweet. Uh, so so it has this big wolf has to make a strength saving throw or be restrained. And if it's larger, larger, it has advantage. Uh, it's not, but it rolled a natural 19. Um, yeah, then I it it definitely saves because my spell save is 13. Uh, yes, you that that attack really rips into it. You see, like the fur on his chest is just almost caught on fire from just the, the one fire damage along with the penetration of your arrow. Uh, it does seem to resist the effects of being immobilized, but it's uh, it seems like it's it's taking damage now. It's not looking too good. Yeah, I, I look at the group. All right, got some co- dinner cooking. Let's go. Uh, on Barry's turn, uh, because you guys made it so close to the wall with your rolls, you see a pair of arrows fire down. Uh, one of them goes wide, but another one sticks directly into like the top of the back of the shoulder of this wolf as a large crystalline sized arrow sticks into this wolf I holler up behind my shoulder appreciate you sis uh, you don't hear anything in return because of how far away it is but you you do know what it is so yeah. you just yelled into nothing <laughs> she, she might have heard you yeah Barry has a habit of talking to people that aren't there re the docs yeah <laughs> uh, click it is your turn I would like to begin my turn with a question Go for it. Would you consider these wolves undead? No. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. They're very alive. Uh, why would you okay. assume that? Well, I have a second Mission question. things are not undead. I a, well, yeah, that's why I want to. I have a second question. Okay. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. Pretty sure. Uh, Pretty pleased. Then we're just going to hit the rinse and repeat button, Eldritch Blast to the big wolf. Okay. Typical. Yeah, you uh, absolutely can make that attack. Uh, that would be a 10. Uh, that's not going to do it. Uh, as you fire the second blast at it, it uh, ducks out of the way to the left, just narrowly avoiding your blast of energy. Uh, you do have bonus and movement if you want to take it. I will act as like the last, last line of defense. So like I miss the shot and I'm like waving people, telling them to like get to the wall. Uh, awesome. Yeah. So kind of use your movement and bonus action to kind of uh, fire a blast and then just kind of help direct the civilian traffic and make sure that you're in between them and the danger. Correct. Awesome. Uh, that brings us to the wolves' turn. Uh, having been scorched by Barry's arrow, they're going to uh, direct attack on you as well as the two uh, other wolves that have gotten in range. They kind of just all move as one giant group um, with advantage. That's going to be a 17 to hit. That's going to do it. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, that's a 22 that will also do oh. it. That is going to be eight on the first slash Ooh. and seven on the second slash for a total of 15. Ooh, that's not great. Uh, then the other wolves are going to jump on board. Uh, they'll, they have trouble getting around Carl because he's nearby. I don't think they can get by without taking an attack, attack of opportunity. Let's see how smart they are. Dumb as fuck. That's a, that's a nat one. Oh, let's go. Yeah, um, the good ones. Uh, both of them are going to just dash by Carl. Uh, Carl, you can 
uh, take an attack of opportunity on one of them. Fantastic. All right, take a big old swing. Uh, <laughs> that was a 13. Uh, unfortunately, that's that's not going to do it. Uh, Still tending to my wounded shoulder. That's fair. There's a, there's a lot going on here. Uh, one of them is going to attack Carl and miss horribly. <laughs> uh, so you like sl- hold your hammer up two-handed, slam it into the ground. It like already runs by your attack and tries to bite you, but you attack so early that it just like jumps directly like over you leapfrog style <laughs> and uh, lands behind you. Uh, this other one will attack Carl. Barry. The other one will attack Barry. <laughs> Alex, please edit out. And now every I every, now every I one of my misquotes. You know, what we sh- you know what we should do? What? We should we should have a tracker for every time Keith gets a name wrong. Yeah, you do that. I have a Nat One tracker. I'm gonna add a column for Keith's fuck ups. Okay, okay, awesome. I, just, I appreciate for, that. For our audience, please make a drinking game out of every time Keith says the name wrong. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna get slammed by the end of it. <laughs> That is not kind to our listeners. <laughs> I mean, I feel like now we're just gaining your ire because Barry's I feel like now you're just eaten. not going to uh, edit out any of my mistakes now. Okay. <laughs> Seriously, bloodied Barry uh, on the front door here. Let's see. This is a, another advantage roll because fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we made a bad already. <laughs> that seems fair. And uh, that's going to be... <laughs> 24. Yep, oh that'll also God, hit. No. That's going to hit. All right, this guy does another eight damage slashing. Oh, I have two HP. Oh, oh so, so, Barry, you're not like, you're not looking good. I'm looking all. terrible. He's fucked. Uh oh. Yeah, the smaller wolf after this bigger wolf, it does the. The large one just slashes you uh, directly on the thigh. You like fall to your knees and it literally bites you on the side of the neck like a vampire. Uh, You feel just, you can feel his teeth in your skin as he's like trying to shake his head back and forth. And then the other one just goes and grabs your other leg, just kind of pinning you in place. I'm scared. (laughs) Uh, That brings us to Carl after the wolves. Yeah, I mean, so at this point, they've gone past me. One of them tried to attack me, but went over me. So they're all behind me now. Yes. Okay. Um, what's what's the condition of the big, biggest one? Uh, it's looking pretty rough. Okay. Uh, it, you can see, like, blood is dripping into it, matting its fur. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take a reckless attack on him. What does that mean? Or is that just the description you gave it? <laughs> no, <laughs> Reckless Attack is a barbarian feature uh, that allows me to... You get advantage on an attack, but enemies get advantage against you. Yes, that's cool. correct. Cool. Yeah, so I get advantage on that roll. My first roll was a 16. Yeah, that's the best I got, actually, 16. A uh, 16 just hits. Woo! Thank goodness. So the damage on that is 10. But now is the opportunity to introduce the really awesome mechanics of my mecha hammer that my awesome uncle made for me. Oh, sorry, godparent. Uh, and it has a special ability that when I roll damage, uh, instead of rolling 2d6, I get to roll 3d6 and take the higher two. And then in addition to that, when I roll doubles or triples, it has special abilities that it can do. 
So in this scenario, uh, one of the ones that I can do is deal damage in a 10-foot radius instead of two. Like I hit the ground and it does damage to everything within a 10-foot radius. Uh, and all three of them, I believe, are within that. <sighs> yeah, because they're doing pack tactics. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, so fuck that, your pack tactics, bitch. <laughs> so that's going to be 10 damage to yeah. all of them. Are you, are you sure it's not nine? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, wait, wait. Did I kill one? Uh, you might have just annihilated the two small ones. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. let's go. Well, in that case, I would like to point out that I have another ability that whenever I bring an enemy creature to zero, I get to make an extra attack as a bonus. <laughs> oh, oh shit. Let's uh, fucking go, Carl. Honestly, yeah. bro, the this kid is killing it. <laughs> the entire time I feel so bad, Sidus is just bitching out. <laughs> so we have He's one literally- person nearly dead, one person hiding, Click is just loving the Elder Splash, and this 15-year-old is destroying ass. That's, that's what I'm here for, man. Uh, but I, I'm uh, the reckless attack doesn't apply to the second attack, right? Uh, it or does. It's it, the whole turn. Holy shit. Okay, so I get advantage on this one, too. I was so hopeful that would be a nat 20. Uh, it's still going to be a 21. Yeah, roll, roll damage. <laughs> You're going to regret giving me this. Uh, I got... <laughs> Uh, that's gonna be 11 damage and I rolled doubles again (laughs) no (laughs) Uh, so I'm going to add add the the other thing that I can do with it along with uh, the 10 foot radius is I can add the third dice to the damage Uh, so that bumps it up to 14 damage yeah, uh, how do you want to annihilate <laughs> this wolf pack? So, yeah, you like, just annihilated the whole. I took out pack. one turn. Yeah, that was that was all of them. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh, Carl! In this moment of like, there was a second whenever he he missed a couple of shots, he got the shit tore out of him when this wolf attacked, and he doubted for a moment that like maybe. Maybe Aunt and Uncle were right. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I wasn't ready. And then he turns around in the midst of this rage and just annihilates, just knocks them all out to the ground, one of caves one of the rib cages in, and real in this moment realizes like this is what I was born for. This is this is why I was put on this earth was to protect these people. And in, in this in this moment after they all hit the ground, he looks around at these people who are scared and injured, and he feels like he has fulfilled his destiny. Amazing. Uh, yes, so what the rest of you see as Carl is having this epiphany is a seven-foot-tall bugbear slams the ground with his hammer the first time an enormous shockwave just blast out snow and dirt fly everywhere you see two of these uh, small wolves have completely stopped moving and as the dust settles Carl is just slamming a corpse of a wolf just into the ground and there are no more threats we had Barry had let go of you instantly to try to turn to face his threat before it was gone and combat has ended. You're out of initiative order and your threats are gone. Well, after that, Barry's going to touch himself <laughs> and cast Cure Wounds. 
Oh, you can't lead with that. I was, Chase, you understand you can't lead with that. I was shook. I mean, that moment. I mean, after the display that I just had, it made sense. Oh my Except God. that he's 15. No, no it doesn't. No, that's I would a like to retract the statement. <laughs> <laughs> so Barry's going to heal for 8 HP and it's still not great, but he's at least not at 2. Yeah. For the people here, remember that the first half of your HP is considered grit, which means you pretty much don't take any real, it's all superficial damage. Second half of, the eight of your HP is your true HP, and that stuff is hard to get back. So would cast, casting Cure Wounds get any of that back? Yes. Uh, any healing spell brings back your true HP before your grit. Okay, so that I'm, does go back to your HP. Okay, then Barry's going to touch himself again because I'm still not up to half. Okay, hell yeah, that's another 10 HP. He is back in non-bloody territory. If if we take a poll of our listeners about whether or not they want to continue hearing about you touching <laughs> yourself and they say no, will you stop? I, I don't know. I can't predict the future. <laughs> I'll have to see how we go. Hey, if you, if you want to tell Chase personally not to, to say that he's going to touch himself, uh, his address is... <laughs> I don't believe you actually know my address. I don't. I, 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 why did I commit to that? And I didn't know. I know yours, Alex. Do you want to go no, down this no, road? No, no, don't go down again. Not again, not again. <laughs> All right, yeah. Barry's healed up to 20. still five below max, but he get, he pops back up surveys the area. It's like, well, god damn it, Carl. Carl, Carl just lets out, like, to, at the as his rage is fading, the first time he's ever, like, had a battle like this, he just lets out, like, one last, like, <laughs> yeah, buddy, ah. Is everybody, uh, uh, is everybody okay? You look around and you see that um, while you're kind of surveying the battlefield, the people have kind of been evacuated onto the wall. There's a few stragglers, but they're not the injured ones. It's kind of the more healthy last men up the wall kind of people. So you guys have successfully defended your caravan back to the wall guard outpost. Wow, Carl. That was, uh, that was something. <laughs> you are, uh, what's the word? A uh, badass? Yes. Unexpected, I guess. It, what what exactly did you expect? Uh, well, in in my line of work, we uh, we refer to uh, people like you as like you know meat shields. That's, that feels kind of mean. Wait, in, in the investing line of work, also, did did we lose the professor? I think I think I saw him. Reading? Uh, Sidus. I want to like call up, yell up to the wall. Hey, y'all got the professor up there? Uh, You see Astrid kind of looks down. It's like, "Uh, no, that halfling hasn't. He's not up here. You feel something tug on the side of your shirt. Is he still invisible? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Guys, is there some missed ghosts somewhere around here? Uh, No. Uh. Barry, it, it's me. Where? He tugs on your shirt again. Uh, I right. reach out and like feel him. You just grab his face. Why are you yeah. touching so many things right now? <laughs> <laughs> he's been in a mood tonight. Uh, yeah, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Very handsy. Um, uh, 
Could you make yourself visible again, buddy? Oh, okay, yeah. He snaps his fingers, and he's back to normal. Uh, Carl, you're going to have to teach me how to do that. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. Uh, I, I think you're uh, you're putting the cart before the horse Do I have there, to buddy? work out more? <laughs> A lot. A lot more. And grow. This isn't going to happen, is it? I, I, it's unlikely. I, I, I've heard of, of many great uh, magical adventurers they don't they don't necessarily swing the hammer but uh they know how to bring the hammer down on the list yeah i gotta gotta, i gotta gotta study a little bit more man i i hate that i bitched out but that was that was scary did you read anything good um i learned that i know a couple of spells that could have probably helped in the moment but I've never used them before, so... Well, next time, but... Yeah, uh, we'll uh, have to do that next time. No, no, but hold on a second. Click, why do investors have meat shields? Yeah, that was kind of a weird thing to call my new, my new friend here. Uh, I mean, it was just a poor attempt at a joke on my oh, part. Okay. Yeah, that failed. You're a <laughs> weird guy. Yeah, you're right. Hey, but I mean, we did good. I mean, you protected the people, you got safe. <laughs> you wreck shop. Does anybody have any alcohol? <laughs> uh, I reckon I might have a flask hidden away, but they probably took some up the wall. Yeah, I'd love to get safe. Let's get and like as we're having this conversation, you can like if you if you're observant, you can see that like Carl's like hand is just like vibrating and he's like trying to hide it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, uh the wall the People on the ground have been evacuated up to the wall guard. You see that they've kind of lowered a rope ladder for everyone else to climb up. They've already they've already tied ropes to the ends of the stretchers and pulled them up to the safety, um, but they have dropped a rope ladder for you guys to kind of scale the wall back up there. As we're scaling up the wall, uh, Sidus is going to like continuously peer over his shoulder uh, to see if there are any other things that he should go invisible for. Oh uh, yeah, give me a perception check. So is the camp itself actually on the wall? Yes. Oh, I thought it was just like on the other side of the wall. Okay. No, it's literally the wall is pretty wide and there's kind of bastions inside the wall and such and they've just basically made a long camp that stretched across it just uh kind of up and out. I uh, guess that was a 15. A 15. You peer out over your shoulder and you do see movement. You can only see about 80 to 100 feet in the mist, but you do see movement behind you. You aren't sure what it is, but something is always out there. Okay, I I, I take a mental note of that. All right, well, I reckon we best get to the uh, top of this wall. Uh, Silas, you want to lead the way? Yeah, I can. That sounds good. And Silas goes up the wall. Awesome. You guys are back at camp. As soon as your boots hit, uh, uh, some of you on the way up, uh, you realize that you guys have been awake for about 36 hours. Oh, snap. Uh, You've been hiking, fighting, sneaking, nerves on end, and now you've had combat with misbeasts that... um, Bear, you would say these are some of the most dangerous misbeasts that you've ever encountered. Uh, as soon as all of you hit the ground, uh, I need constitution rolls from everyone. Oh, don't like the sound of that. It's a 19. Holy. Are these saving throws or? Saving throws, yes. 
15. That's a 5. 19. Uh, wow, those are high rolls. Well, uh, except for one. Yeah, except for one overall. Uh, click, you... Uh, most of your job is sneaking around and gathering information. This much strenuous activity is pretty outside of your norm. And everyone else has kind of been running on adrenaline alone, whereas you're kind of been cold and calculating through all this and just a wave of exhaustion just hits you all at once as you land atop this wall and uh, you suffer a point of exhaustion. So Alex definitely knows what exhaustion is, so don't worry about that. But for our audience, what is exhaustion again? Yeah, yeah, definitely just for the audience and no one at this table. <laughs> Press X to doubt. <laughs> uh, exhaustion has six levels, and the first level is disadvantage on ability checks. And good. the sixth level is death. At sixth level is death. That, wow. is okay. Okay. that was a good, Damn. That was a good guess. Okay, so there's at least about, one person at this table who for sure knows. If you think about it, death really is the ultimate exhaustion. Damn, that's wow. deep, it's Sam. The, it's the... Uh, Fuck it. I'm not even going to try and say anything else. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. <laughs> He's trying to, trying to top what I said. Yeah, you uh, don't always have to add on, Alex. No, I'm not. So, so, so when you take a long rest, you remove one level of exhaustion. So click your one nap, well, one rest away from being back to fighting gets shape. Full rest and not a uh, short rest. Uh, yeah, it's got to be a long rest. Long that's why I was going to say a nap, but that's inaccurate. Uh, <laughs> So click, you're exhausted. Everyone else, you are exhausted. You're just not suffering from the condition. Sidus, you managed to clamber up the ladder first, and you just plop down in front of uh, one of the campfires that's going, just like staring off into nothing. And kind of you're sitting there, and someone sees that you're sitting there and bumps you and holds out a cup to you. And it's full of some type of hot liquid. I grab the cup. Um, what is this? Oh, it's it's coffee. I thought you looked tired. I was... it, he doesn't even finish the word coffee. Like he hears the first half of that word and he takes the biggest swig he could of it. Uh, yeah, you you feel this warmth and this like bitter sense tingling taste run across your tongue down your throat, and even in all the exhaustion, like you just feel something inside you almost like perk up. And the hairs on the back of your neck stands up and you're just like, holy shit, what is this? This is exactly how Alex feels when he drinks coffee. Oh, my God. This is the best thing I've ever drank in my life. What is this? I, I'm, I know it's coffee, but why is it so different? He like kind of looks up and has like, he, as you hold it out, he just pours you, like fills up what you've drank. He's like, oh, we at the wall, we drink it at the wall guard just kind of, kind of help us stay awake. It's, it's like some beans pounded, grounded up. No, I know what coffee brewed. is, but why is this one so special? What kind of blend is it? Uh, it's, I uh, need some of this. I like get my pocket all the time. I mean, this is a Vesthelm grown. Maybe you have different milder stuff in Alina and kind of as you, as, as Sidus says, like, what is like, I need more of this. Uh, something dawns on you, which is that you have attached to your belt uh, is a endless decanter, which will replicate up to 10 gallons of any liquid. And if you dumped it out 
and poured this substance into it, you would have an endless supply of whatever this is. Um, hey, g- give me, give me one. You, you filled up my cup. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Uh, and he pulls the top off and I, I guess just pours out as much water as he can. Just pours everything off the side of the wall. Wait, if it's an endless supply. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it's, <laughs> call, it's called, it's, it's the name. I think that's the name of the magical item. If not, it is. And it has holds 10 gallons of one thing. So you just kind of like comically hold out this thermos <laughs> that you just like dump out and you just like glug, 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 glug a full Five 10 gallons of later. water yeah, you, yeah, over the it's wall all, yeah, until it's, it's empty. And now it is empty. And I, dude, I, I fill it up to the brim with that Vesthelm good good. Yeah, you have now an endless decanter of Vesthelm coffee, uh, which stays hot, and you can produce up to 10 gallons a day of it. And I, he will never put this down. That will always be in his left hand. So yeah, he's just sitting there sipping and feeling good, feeling good. It stays hot? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Oh my God. I needed that in Magical episode. items. Explain how. How does magic. it stay hot? Magic. Magic, Sam. Wow. Magic. Well, while that's happening, Barry is rushing to Astrid and his mom, and I, I assume they're nearby. And he just wraps them both in a hug and just like, oh, are you are you two okay? Uh, you see that Astrid kind of uh, it's like we've been holding out. Uh, it's it's honestly beginning to slow down a bit, which is good. Um, we just need more information still, but seems like the worst of the danger is past. And as you look around, you do see that they're not actively thwarting this beast over the walls currently. Well, we we had talked about getting back out and going to investigate the crystal, but before that can happen, we need to sleep. This is... We've been up way too long, and I think we're, we're halfway to fucked. Pardon my language. It's like, I understand. I haven't, I haven't slept yet either. I think I'm due now that you're all back, and maybe we can all take a rest uh, uh, I, we do have tents uh, we'll, I'll show you where they are and if you need to I'll set a guy to wake us up as soon as uh, we get some sleep alright uh, and your mom kind of it's like son I'm so, son I'm so proud of you I'm, thank you for I knew you'd come I, everyone knew you'd come we were we were waiting on you and you know I couldn't leave my mom out in the mist what kind of son would I be? She like plant you a big kiss on the cheek and she's like, I knew you wouldn't. I'll, I'm gonna, I, when you and your friends get up, I'm gonna cook you a meal, uh, something that'll perk you right on up. I'm, uh, and she like seriously just like looks in your eyes and like, it's like, thank you, son. Uh, wrap her up in a bear hug, plant a kiss on her forehead, and say, oh, ma, I love you. And like after this tender moment, I walk over to Finn. Give him like you know the the bro handshake, pull him in, and just a hand on the shoulder. Like, Finn, I've known you a long time. You're one of my closest friends. I just can't thank you enough for protecting my family. Bear, you you you've stuck up for me. I uh, I know I'd trust you to do the same. I'm, I'm I'm you shouldn't have to thank me, but I appreciate it. I mean, we're not blood, but you are my brother. Uh, and he does the arm pull in again and just slaps you on the back. It's like, uh, and it's like softly says in your ears, like, your mom wasn't the only one who knew you'd be coming. And Barry's getting a little misty-eyed, uh, composing himself, and it's like, all right, well, <laughs> I need to get a, a good bit of sleep. And once again, you know, I wouldn't leave you behind. 
I, I, I don't mean to break up this this tender moment, guys, but you guys have to try some of this. Please try this coffee. It's the <laughs> best thing I've ever tasted in my whole life. Now, real quick, did you just say the best thing you've ever tasted? I don't know. I can't think that. Just I, take I, some. I, I grab it and take a sip. It's like, yeah, this is coffee. And, and you're Finn, right? Yeah. Okay, you take some too, right? Wait, you've drank some. It, I, I know what I know what coffee is. But this is special. He like takes it from you, said it's special. It's like that's coffee. It might be the fact I've drinking ten cups. You're wait. <laughs> you've drank ten we're about ten to we got to deep. sleep. Yeah, I was thinking Sidus takes a short rest because he's not going he's not <laughs> he's not fully going to sleep right he's now. He's just gonna oh, sit there it. for eight hours he while is the rest vibrating. of us get a full rest. <laughs> I I'll 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 take the first shift. I'll take the first shift. <laughs> Sounds like you're going to take the whole shift. Maybe. Buddy. Maybe not. We'll see. I'll wake somebody up when I... Well, maybe I'll pass. I don't know. I'll, I'll just keep sipping. Uh, I do want to like ask Finn. Uh, say, you remember those uh, those Verdan that we came across out by, by beyond the wall about, what, five, six years ago? It's like, uh, yeah, I recall. Now, uh, one, one of their kin is... In our group, and we went by the house, and uh, his parents weren't there. It seems like they're safe, but did you happen to see him before anything went down? Uh, we we have some of the Verdaner here, but um, well, I call it the Click. Hey, uh, Click, what's your uh, what's your parents' names? Uh, I don't really think that matters right now. Uh, Barry, to be honest, oh. uh, right. I know she's not here. Um, I know where she is. Well, all right. Sounds like it's not my business. Uh, uh, well, y'all ready to get some sleep? Yeah, Click just walks to the 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 closest unoccupied tent. Yeah. Um, you guys, there's a officer who kind of is like pointing to where you guys need to go. Uh, Carl, uh, Barry's mother, Tisku, kind of grabs you by the arm and stops you. Yes, yes ma'am. Uh, the rest of you have kind of walked out of uh, earshot and she's like son are you okay you got all this she like takes her apron that she has on and like dabs at some of the blood marks on your uh, shoulder where you got bit uh and he's he, like do, he start, your, he starts do your parents to, know you're out here my my, my parents are dead man my my, my godparents Know know that I that I left. Okay. Uh, do you need any food or anything? Do you need you need me to organize you a place to go? I don't. I don't. Uh, are your are your godparents safe? Were they were they in the city? No, 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 ma'am. They're 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 in Alina. Okay. Um. Well, if you need anything, uh, I'll be staying over here. So. Um, in the morning, come and find me if you want some breakfast or anything. I don't, uh, I'm taking care of the rest of the kids here too. I think I'm probably going to be, uh, making sure everybody stays safe. So <laughs> a mother always knows. A mother always oh, knows. No. Uh, <laughs> Your secret's out. Was, but not to us. I, 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 I nod and, uh, well, you, you let me know if, uh, those kids need protecting. I'll I'll do that. Will you go get some rest? Uh, uh, I'll I'll see you in the morning. I'll make sure we got some good breakfast. Uh, as I'm walking away, I, I stop and look back over my shoulder and say, 
I, w- I wouldn't mind a plate of food. Uh, she just like smiles and uh, waves you away. That brings us to, it's not quite nighttime yet. It is about six in the afternoon. Uh, how much rest do you guys want to have? Uh, knowing that there's stuff going on, but you might need extra sleep. Do you want to sleep until morning? Do you want uh, eight hours for your minimum of your long rest? Uh, this will kind of be whatever you tell the guard who's going to wake you up uh, in the morning. Well, I, I want to walk up to the guard, <clears throat> just say, no, all right, I understand that the situation is dire, but unless there's somebody coming and about to kill everybody on this plateau, do not bother us for at least eight hours. We, I know you're tired too, but we are all tired and we've been out by, beyond the wall. So at least eight hours. I'd really prefer until dawn. Yes, sir. We can, we can probably do until dawn. There's a, uh, this is where a lot of the soldiers have been resting who have taken the long shift. So we were planning on waking you up in the morning unless you said otherwise. Uh, no, unless, unless you're in, if we're in bodily danger or you are, we'll wake you up. But uh, I think we can handle it. We have um, a fresh shift out right now. No, yeah. If it gets bad, you you wake me up. Let these guys rest. Well, maybe wake the big guy up too. But we'll, <laughs> it needs to be real dire. Uh, yes, sir, Barry. We uh, uh, well, we got you covered. Appreciate you. Uh, he pulls. He reaches into his pocket and pulls out one of those nasty grubs. And holds it out to <laughs> Josh. <laughs> oh yeah, and, yeah. Josh is just gonna greedily <laughs> lap it up as I'm like kind of petting him. So oh, that's a good boy. Uh, the the guard just like smiles and like it like missing teeth, yellow, just some open mouth smiles. Like like pets Josh and gives him the food and then goes back to his post. I was so confused. <laughs> yeah. I heard the bug and yeah. I was like, what's going no, on? This, this, is, a, this is a throwback to episode one. Yeah. Well, one or two. It's one of them. It, it was said, one. And he pulls out a nasty grub. I was like, what is happening right now? <laughs> hey, hey, Joshy is an equal part of this crew. Sidus realizing that they're safe is going to get a tent, but he's still going to only be able to get a short rest because he's, he's going to spend his energetic moments trying to read through his book get prepared for the next day uh awesome yeah so the people who can sleep do go to sleep and the people who can't kind of flip and flop and eventually uh read their books and stuff so do we actually get the eight the long you rest get this time? your long rest this time <laughs> yes. fully uh i will here let me roll a d100 just in case <laughs> oh, don't but do it's that. gotta it's oh. gotta be bad don't do it don't do it, don't do it. come on now Oh, you're you're good. Okay. What was it? It was a twenty-five, which is actually closer to bad than not. But I was shooting for below fives. Oh, okay. Thank goodness. <laughs> what would have happened if it was a one? Um, there would have been an attack on the wall, and you guys would have had to wake up to defend it. <laughs> and I had no spell slots. Down five HP already. Would have been bad. Welcome to the Mistlands, where no one's ever safe completely. Where everything's made up and the points don't matter. (laughs) One of those things is true. (laughs) You guys do manage to get your long rest. You wake up the next morning. It's about 6 a.m. You see the sunrise. Sidus, you've barely slept at all. And even the sleep you've gotten has really been like 
out of rim like visions almost Lucy. given the you've drank legitimately multiple gallons of <laughs> I, coffee. I believe it yeah he's got like a you can kind of not a beer belly it's a coffee belly you've had to get up, up to yeah. pee every 15 minutes that's like oh, I, wait it's coffee it's not number one <laughs> amongst <laughs> other things oh, no. second chase. <laughs> i i know people who have like eaten like a cup full of like espresso beans and that was like one of the worst nights of their life they like woke up in cold sweats yeah. like I, it just t- honestly alex me i'll drink coffee before i go to bed and be able to go straight to sleep there's a difference between a cup of coffee and that's true three yeah. gallons of coffee for the first time yeah that, i'm i'm sorry <laughs> oh this is not Sidus's first time first time coffee. with vest helm coffee he's not a okay. coffee virgin okay. This is just first time with Best Helm Brew. But the rest <laughs> of you do wake up, uh, Sidus. You're not sleepy yet. Uh, and you're, uh, you got, I guess you benefited from a short rest and a long rest. Sweet. And don't forget to take off that one level of exhaustion. Correct. Click, right, you, boss man. You have recovered from that. Waking up is about 6 a.m. Uh, you guys exit the tent and see Astrid kind of leaving hers at a similar time, having been woken up by the uh, outside guards. You guys slept in kind of a barrack-style tent where there's just a bunch of cots laid out. And it is somewhat, it's cold, sunny outside where the mist does block some of the light. It's still very, very cold. And you guys are on the wall of Vesthelm. Well, rise and shine, everybody. Good morning. How are we doing? Good morning, Barry. How are you doing today? Did you sleep at all, Sidus? Ah, what is sleep? You know, eight hours, good rest. No, not eight eyes hours. Closed, it was mind at peace. Four-ish, give or take. Well, this will be a fun day for you, I'm sure. Yep. It. Uh oh. <laughs> yep. <I'm>, oh no. <laughs> Carl, give me a perception check. All right. <laughs> With advantage. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, give me, give me, give me advantage. Wait, what was that one? <laughs> it wasn't that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Next one's a natural 18. Okay. okay. Uh, you exit the tent and you like, and you smell the gr- like just salt and grease and meat and egg smell that is just nearly pulling you by the nose to the nearest campfire. <laughs> and you can't help but like zombie walk towards it and you see... Full Tom and Jerry. Full, full Tom and Jerry <laughs> floating. Does, yeah, does his feet <laughs> lift off the ground? Uh, metaphorically, yes. <laughs> and you see that Tisku has created a breakfast almost buffet for all of you Astrid and Barry and your party and some of the people who you guys rescued though some of them seem to be on post already Um, but there is just a ton of food to be had uh, this morning yeah I want to walk up to her and just say oh my you shouldn't have well what's the occasion uh, you kind of walk up to her and you got kind of gives you like the side hug looking at the food thing. Oh, no, I give her a full hug. Okay, the, I almost the died full, last night. The full <laughs> hug that leads into the side hug of you just kind of like holding yeah. each other around the waist. It's like, I just wanted to make sure you guys had some uh, good nutrition for whatever you had planned for the day. 
Well, I appreciate it. We didn't even mention it last night. I almost died. <laughs> I think we all kind of almost died. We all almost kind of died. That was rough. Well, God bless. It's good to be alive. Oh, for sure. All right. Let's dig in, boys. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. But there's bacon, eggs, just meat, grease, grits, everything super salty, super good. Uh, what about fruit? We got any fruit? Abs- <laughs> there's, abs- oh, <laughs> there's absolutely no fucking fruit. Fuck you. No, no bananas or <laughs> bruised or otherwise. It's the perfect southern breakfast. <laughs> it is. There is um, nothing. There, there are grits. There are <laughs> grits. Cheese is grits, almost a vegetable. Grits? Absolutely <laughs> cheese grits. They are cheese. Yeah, for sure. Cheese. I love that you just turned this tundra northern village into a southern place blame it on chase this is <laughs> this is this is yeah. technically just chase's people who happen to be southern um <laughs> uh, uh, what a mix of cultures but it is a nutritional breakfast and you guys can kind of get ready for the day here all right yep barry's got a full plate and he pops an extra biscuit on the side of his plate says you need to eat a good bit of bread to soak up all that coffee. So, what's the next step? What's the next step? Well, the next step we got to prepare, and we are heading towards the crystal. Find out what the hell happened to cause all of this rigmarole. We're going back in? Yeah, that's the job. We got to figure out what happened, see if we can fix it, or else this whole city is fucked. Okay, yeah, no, that that if is... If it doesn't stop, it just keeps happening. Yeah. Because it... It's happened before with you, right? So this is like a this is a thing that just keeps happening. And it seems like it's becoming more frequent. Well, I mean, we now know of two instances where this has happened. And they've been fairly close together before them happening before. I mean, that's true. So we got to get out there and figure out what's happening cuz we're all probably going to die anyway if we don't. Keith, I want to see if uh if Click recognize recognizes anybody like in this camp area that might be uh in libra uh yeah give me give me another perception roll there seems to be a lot of new faces on the wall guard all you see is cheese grits as far as the eye can see <laughs> I, I will say I, I have a nat one tracker so far me and keith both have exactly one <laughs> andrew and alex have zero Sam, you've had three. <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. Do you have a Nat 20 track, track or two? No, I'm just doing that one. <laughs> it's the only ones that matter here. You got, you got to do them both. Okay. I'll, no, I'll just, now. no, just do Nat ones. No, it's, it's so cooler. fun to know with just late, late in the campaign who the luckiest person is. You know, I'll, I'll keep track of them, but we are not another Nat one. Yeah, we got we to gotta stick to theme. Not we're not not another yeah, Nat twenty. It, it sounded like you were saying we're not another Nat. One. <laughs> that was very confusing phrasing. Anywho, uh, you guys, uh, while you're eating breakfast, it takes you a while to get all of this food down into you. Um, but at the end of it, towards the end of your breakfast, you do hear there's some commotion on the wall, and Astrid kind of stands up and walks over to towards the commotion. Yeah, I follow. Uh. Barry, you're kind of behind Astrid, and you begin to hear uh, kind of just talking like uh, someone's approaching, there's a crystal. Uh, and Astrid, like, holds her hand out, takes a uh, spyglass that's specifically crafted to kind of peer into the mist a bit. And she's like, Oh my word, get, get, send a, send a crew to go grab him. And 
the rest of them like salute they attach their rappel anchors to the wall and run down the wall and into the mist uh, the rest of you besides Barry who just walked off kind of get up to meet him and are peering over the wall Astrid who is it it's uh it's the scouting party we sent out uh, I only see one of them so far though the, the one that went to the crystal uh, it was supposed to at least yes well, yeah, let's get them up here. We got to figure out what the hell's happening because I think we're about to go back out into it. Um, yeah, you guys, like, she agrees, and you guys wait for a minute, uh, hearing boots scraping against the walls, climbing up it. Uh, if you look over Barry, you see that the man who is dressed in just a, a scout's uniform, but it's torn at the seams around the waist and he's being hoisted kind of fireman toted uh, onto the wall uh, I want to grab a cup of coffee and hold it out to him as he gets up uh, uh, take a second sit down drink this and then we gotta talk <laughs> sorry I'm just so <laughs> <and> giddy <laughs> I, thought, I thought this was like D&D related and then I look at you like, <laughs> the listening audience at home we do have a tapestry of a shirtless Gibby from iCarly singing passionately into a microphone that Alex just saluted. And it that, is, that microphone is, is visibly... <laughs> it's visibly not plugged in. Yeah. I, I think I want to say that's a Guitar Hero microphone. It might be. <laughs> we'll post this to the Twitter. Y'all should, yeah. y'all, should, y'all should follow our It'll socials. be on our Instagram and Twitter. Oh my serious moment. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Derail. But okay, yeah. I hand the guy the coffee, tell him to sit down, take a second, and want to just give him a second to like catch his breath before we start grilling him. And uh, for your benefit, Keith, I won't have Astrid <laughs> interview him so I can ask him some questions. Oh, thank you. I don't <laughs> the DM double audio is never fun. <laughs> but you do what you have to wait for him to come. Um, he's being carried. So it does have like set him down. He looks to be like mostly whole. He can walk. Uh, he just seemed to be like almost shell shocked. As soon as you set him down, uh, Astrid kind of sits down around a briefing tent with you guys, him, and um, that's it. Just kind of the group of y'all. And you manage to hand him a coffee, say like settle down. I put and, Josh in his lap, kind of like a support dog. Um, you, you set him in his lap, and Josh like taps him in the chest with his head and then taps his nose on this dude's pockets and then just like shell-shocked wide-eyed staring forward the guy just reaches into his pocket and pulls out a nasty grub and just <laughs> hand, <laughs> uh, just like subconsciously hands uh, Josh another treat alright buddy what's your name he like stares away and then kind of like looks wide-eyed directly at you it's like I'm Lanier. Right, Lanier, I, I know it's been rough for you, but we need you to pull it together and talk to us. Did you make it to the crystal? Uh, he looks at you and then looks past you to a corner of the tent and jumps out of his chair, reaches for his side sword, and pulls it out and just like holds it out into the corner of the atten- corner of the tent. I turned to look at the corner of the tent. Uh, there's nothing there. You can roll perception. Actually, here, give me a perception check because you would be looking. 
That's not going to be much. That's a two plus whatever. Uh, still nothing there. Lanier, let's put the sword down. I want to like kind of like lightly touch his wrist and pull it down. Did you make it to the crystal? He's like staring at the corner of the tent out of the corner of his eyes. He's like facing you, but not looking at you. It's like shadows are everywhere. They, they got him. They got who? Everyone. They're all gone. What are these shadows? He like looked away from the tent directly at your eyes and it's like, they take the bodies. What do you mean? Where do they take them? It's like, I couldn't follow them. I turned and ran. One of them got me and he like pulls his jacket aside and you see that this he has a uh, deep scratch down from his shoulder to his uh, kind of towards his midsection and there's just uh, give me a give me a medicine check just looking at it uh, everyone else in the room is looking at it if you guys want to pitch in sweet so 13 14 15 can we get a 16 16 can we get a 16 Three. <laughs> Son of a bitch. You getting that one? I got a two. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, most of you guys can look at this and just see that there's a uh, obviously a very something very sharp tore open his muscles. You can see that there's some dried blood, uh, but the weirdest thing is that there's this black, almost like it was seared. But with your rolls, you know that he's not burned. There's just like this black essence almost. Uh, down the claw marks of his chest. Uh, I turn to a nameless guard nearby and say, hey, go get one of the healers. Can I do a like an arcana check or something on it? Like to tell if it has some sort of magical component? Yeah, yeah, yeah like sure. Something... Uh, the guard arcana. turns to you and is like, uh, yes, sir, and heads out and goes to look for a healer. It's a 15. Uh, a 15. It's a boring roll. It's a that uh, it's a fifteen's pretty high, but you don't recognize the specifics of. It doesn't look like it was cast cat. It looks like it was not done magically, and okay. that it's not like a spectral hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't specifically recognize what caused it, but it's definitely something with sharp claws. It's not like a magical item. Um, this is unlike any wound I've ever seen or read about before. Does do wounds like this happen to people that have been hit by the average mist beast? I mean, you guys were hit by mist beasts and didn't suffer this kind of damage. Uh, none that I've seen, but I think let's uh, let's get some more information out yeah. of him if we can. He, uh, you, you take his sword, or if you don't want, the, no, I'll take the sword yeah, and like set idea. it aside. I'm gonna assume that you guys don't want to leave this guy with a weapon. No. Um, I'm going to give him my sword. <laughs> <laughs> I take it too. <laughs> uh, can I make a, I don't, I don't even know, history roll or something to see if I remember anything like this from when my village was? Yeah, destroyed? sure. Give me a history, nature. Yeah, either of those. That was a nat 20. Oh, oh my God. Nice. For the record, I have a plus zero. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, with a nat 20 history plus zero, so that's a 20. It's a nat and dirty 20. You have seen this before. You don't specifically remember all the details, but before you had to bury your parents, some of the marks might 
have looked similar, though it's been years and they weren't exactly the same. But I never saw the beasts that made the marks. No, you hid um, with the crystal, protection crystal. They stowed you away in a hidden space and you basically didn't come out for the first multiple days. We're like, was that most of the injuries of the dead bodies that I saw? Or was it just uh, here and there? Uh, on a, on a net, a lot of the bodies had this mark. I, 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 I've seen that before. From where? When my, when I was 11 years old, my, my village was destroyed and that mark was everywhere. Did you happen to see what caused it? No. I, I think that's the only reason I'm alive. Oh, Barry turns back to Lanier. Now Lanier, you said shadows. Were these not regular mist beasts? Uh, as soon as you say shadows, his like head almost pivots 180 uh, back to the corners of the room. It's like, <sighs> not, I don't think they were, they weren't mist beasts, I don't think. They didn't care about the protection crystal we had at all either. They, they want the bodies. So how, how did you escape? Did you just turn and run? I, Yes. That Lanier, there's no shame. This is all fucked up. We're not here to reprimand you. We're here to figure out what the hell is happening. So how how close to the crystal did you make it? We not we got he's like just dri- like just drenched in tears and shaking. It's like we got most of the way we were only we were probably uh, ten blocks. The mist beasts were thicker there. We saw some of the shadows. We thought it was nothing. We thought they were mist beasts. They didn't seem smart. And then they they came for us. I feel like they sensed the crystal. They they got them all. They got them all. They got them all. And he just like breaks down and just like is bawling on the table. Well, I, I turned to the group and said, yeah. Well, if they only got within about 10 blocks, they didn't get eyes on it. And it sounds like it'd be a fool's errand for the four of us to go headlong into that. So we got to figure something out. Uh, Lanier just, um, you see Astrid kind of like tries to shake him and ask him a few questions. And he just like thousand yard stares into the corner of the tent. So we all, we're all here. We're all watching this guy. And does Sidus notice that he's staring off into that corner? Uh, yes, you can okay. definitely tell that he's like looking for the darkest point of the room. I think Sidus goes like physically over there and starts some sort of investigation in that area to see if there is something there. Yeah. I don't know if that's Arcana. I don't know if uh, that's investigation. Yeah, you can roll investigation. You're looking for, you're kind of trying to track what he's tracking. <laughs> that's a 16. Uh, it's a corner of a tent. Um, with the 16, you're watching this guy. You've, you know, a lot of things. 
and he's jumping at shadows. You don't think there's actually anything. It's PTSD. Correct. It's, it's not PTSD. like there's not actually something here. And when he says that they wanted the bodies, uh, does like from my nat 20 year old, does that trigger anything in my mind of like there were the there were bodies missing, like there was um with a nat 20. <laughs> yeah, there were some bodies. Like uh, not all of the bodies were there when you uh, some of them just seemed to vanish. You assumed they were eaten by Miss Beasts. And you still could be eaten by Miss Beasts, but you do know there were bodies missing. Carl, after uh, your village, did you happen to see if your crystal was still there before you left? Yeah. At, at, at one point, I, I went looking for it, and it was it was gone. Disappeared, dragged away, shattered? It... It didn't make any sense, man. It, I, it was we didn't have a big city by any means, uh, but it, it was a crystal the the size of of a house, and it there were no signs of 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 transportation. It was just gone. Well, well, damn. Uh, as you guys are talking, Astrid kind of helps pick this guy up. And the medical guy who you called for kind of came out and she passes them off, Lanier off to the medical professional and he ushers, is ushered out, uh, doesn't say a word, just keeps staring at whatever the darkest place and wherever he is. Oh, I pick Josh back up. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> Josh kind of, as soon as he stands up, Josh like flops onto the ground and scampers back to you. Uh, Click wants to go outside um, for a few minutes to kind of, gather his thoughts on what his next move should be. Uh, awesome. So, yeah, you step outside. The rest of you kind of see Click leave, but you still have, might have some more things to talk about. Click, as soon as you walk outside, uh, someone taps you on the shoulder, and then you see them walk around the side of the tent. Uh, okay, I follow. Uh, hello? You follow them. They're leaning against the wall looking out. It's like, I've been trying to contact you, Click. Uh, you see that it's, uh, give me a perception check, actually, since you rolled the nat one earlier. <laughs> uh, five plus four. <laughs> <laughs> it could be worse. Uh, could be worse. You still don't know who this is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't know who you are. Who is this? <laughs> then you see the name tag. Hi, I'm a Libra agent. <laughs> uh, they look really confused back over there at you and then reach into their pocket and pull out a card that has that same symbol that was left on the table. And it's like, man, I really thought you would. We've been working together for years. <laughs> Click. Like, I don't know. Man, look. It's That's been, low. That's it's, low. It's been a long day, okay? Give me a, cut me some slack. <laughs> it looks back and it's like, and he waves you over. All right, yeah, I walk over. Yeah, both of you guys are kind of like elbows leaning on the wall. Uh, you have to stand on like a little box to kind of get up there, but there was That's one next to me. I dare you. I made the scene and then forgot that you were like three eight. <laughs> hey, three nine. Three nine, okay. <laughs> three nine and a half. Uh, but yeah, you guys are like looking out uh, over the wall. It's like, it's really on to shit, huh? 
yeah, it was, you know, there were times I didn't know if we were going to make it or not. Did you see anything outside the wall? I know you were out there when this all went to hell. Um, no, not really. We, um, we were able to make camp and then we heard the, the horns and then we, we turned around and came back and then fought all the way here. And that was, so we, we didn't get anywhere. Uh, I'm traveling around trying to find any information. If you uh, were shorthanded back at head camp, uh, I haven't been back there since it began. It probably would be good for you to head back and give your report. Maybe you can find something else for you to do there. Do you do you have a crystal? Uh, no, I don't. You might be better off convincing your party to come with you. I don't. I can't spare mine. I'm gonna see if I can find another yeah, section yeah, of the wall. Yeah, that's fine. But I know you know um, protocol and all. We're not really supposed to bring in outsiders. I I, I saw what that bugbear did to those mist beasts. I yeah, that's I, true. I if you can bring them in, I bet I bet Ophir would be happy uh, with your job. If uh, you could bring all of those people back and recruit them, or at least have them to help us for right now. All right, I'll let them know where. Uh, where where's the HQ camp set up? Uh, right now, uh, where I left, they were still same library. Seems okay. like that's okay. where we're going to fortify. Although, to be honest, I haven't been back there since uh, probably been eighteen hours. But I doubt Ophir and the rest will fall anytime soon. Okay, I'll uh, I'll let the rest know, and we'll we'll make our, we'll make our way over there. Awesome. Well, I'll see you on the other side. Click, and he taps you on the shoulder, and <laughs> disappears. <laughs> okay. It's a waste of a nat twenty. But he he <laughs> pats fuck? you he pats you on the shoulder and you like turn to look at him and he's gone. Wow. What the fuck? I just start I just I just chuckle. I'm like, <laughs> okay. All right. And I, uh, I yeah, I just turn around. I walk back to the uh to the camp. Can click do that? Do what? Just disappear. Uh I don't know, bitch, you'll find out. <laughs> You can do a lot of things on a nat 20. True. <laughs> Man, the aggressiveness. <laughs> but uh, while you guys see Click step outside for some fresh air, what are you guys doing? Sidus uh, kind of makes his way to Carl and kind of pulls him aside, trying to get out of earshot, maybe even pulling him outside or something, just somewhere where it's just he, him and I. Yeah, I think uh, Barry and Astrid are kind of having a conversation about the camp and stuff right now. Oh, yeah. So I just I just plop down right next to Carl and I say, um, you remember how on the boat I messaged you in your brain and you heard it and you didn't want to talk like that? Yeah. Could yeah. we talk like that real quick? Just you and I? Yeah, that's fine. I just don't want anybody else to hear it. And he okay. cast he cast message and he says, "So I did I did the math. You're 16, right? So you were 11 
when your village was attacked. And I remember reading about a village that was attacked five years ago, pretty much on the dot. And that would make you 16, right? I am not 16. How old are you? Uh, not 16. I, I mean, my math, my, math, my math is not wrong. And I, I want you to know, I, I was your age when I graduated college and started a big boy job. Like, I'm, I'm looking up to you, man. You're, you're much better spot than I was to be able to handle things like this at your age than I was. I'm, I'm my age now and I can't handle it. I'm not gonna, this is just between you and I. I'm not letting the other guys know. You keep being the big man. This is just our secret. But I'm, I'm proud of you for whatever you're doing, man. Cause it's something to look up to. Uh, I, uh. You've been through a lot. I, 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 I turned 16 in four months. Sidus looks broken for just a second, and he does the math in his head. I got, yeah. So I was a little off, but you're almost 16. Land of many names, leap year. <laughs> <laughs> but just, just know, like, it's just between you and I. Like, I'm not, I'm not keeping, I'm not, when you want other people to know, they can know, but between you and I, you're, you're leagues ahead of where I was at your age. So I just, you, you know, Elena had so many, so so many rules about what a person could do at cert, at a certain age. So so I had to, I had to get away. I had to find somewhere where, uh, I could do what I just did last night uh, without uh, people getting mad at me for doing something good. I'm glad that you took that path. Kind of glad that I stayed on mine, but we're here now, and just proud of you, man. For real. Looking up to you. I mean it all. I mean everything, but it's between you and I. Thank you. As you guys finish your conversation in message where no one else can really hear you uh, click you re-enter the tent yeah I just want to walk up um, to them both talking uh, fellas I hate to interrupt but I know what our next move is now, wait a second are we having a group meeting <laughs> Astrid one second I'll walk over because I was in the <laughs> different corner with Astrid yeah you guys group up Astrid's kind of like on the outskirts uh, like I said I know what our next move is. Um, what might that be? We are going to go to headquarters and we're going to help them. We're going to see what they know about this crystal. Who's headquarters? Yeah. Who's headquarters? Because the scouting headquarters seems like it's pretty full of mist and they're all right here. Yeah, that's the other thing. Um, I haven't been honest with you guys about something. And... uh he takes a couple steps back, taps his chest, and uh, suddenly he changes into these black robes that surround his whole body, and you can see his leather armor kind of coming to the forefront. Uh, his ears go behind his head, and they attach to uh, his 
he has two earrings and then it attaches and his entire face is covered and suddenly he's holding these two daggers and he says I'm a spy What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for listening to episode four of Not Another Nat One. Guys, we have been so overwhelmed with the amount of love and support we've gotten from you guys. We cannot do this without y'all. Y'all have been so incredible uh, telling your friends, sharing us. It It's just, it's overwhelming. And we are so grateful uh, for you guys. Uh, like last time, I've got three things for you to do. I've got three things that I need you guys to do if you have enjoyed what you've heard thus far. First and foremost, easiest thing you can do, go tell a friend. If you like what we do here at Nano, get somebody else involved. Go tell somebody else. Go get your best friend that plays D&D. Go tell your DM, hey, you got a friend that doesn't play Dungeons & Dragons? This might be an awesome way to get them interested in this this kind of hobby. So go tell a friend. Secondly, I need you to go and review or not review, but like us in your podcatcher of choice. Leave us a review, something along those lines, five stars in Apple Music or iTunes or Spotify or in whatever podcatcher you choose. Uh, That allows us the it grows our visibility if you review us in that manner. So that would be greatly appreciated. And thirdly, Join our Discord server. Follow us on our social medias and things of that nature. The easiest way to find all of our social medias, our TikTok, our Instagram, our Twitter, our Discord server with that wonderful community that I keep talking about. Easiest way to do that is to find us on Linktree slash not another nat one uh, with no explanation point. So that is uh, linktr.ee slash not another not one with no exclamation point. I write a lot of the music here at Not Another Not One, but I do use other sources uh, to kind of fill in some of the gaps for me. All of the sound effects that I uh, pull from are from Zap Splat. Uh, I pull a couple of the different Creative Common licensed songs from Chostick. Uh, but Tabletop Audio continues to be one of my favorite things that I use. I will always, always, always recommend somebody using that. DM or not, it's fantastic music and ambience to add to your D&D campaigns. Uh, we are not sponsored by Tabletop Audio in any way, shape, or form, so that should tell you how much I love Tabletop Audio couple of people groups i wanted to shout out uh wonderful world of zanzan it is a discord server by a lovely friend of the podcast uh absolutely should go check that out their name is complicated as fuk f-u-k wonderful discord server y'all should go check that out uh they stream pretty frequently they have a lot of fun things that you guys can get involved in uh also it was father's day uh Nano here, well, you know, my dad, if you're listening to this dad, happy Father's Day. Uh, but happy Father's Day to all the fathers and father figures out there. Thank you guys so much for listening again to episode four of Not Another Not One. Be on the lookout. Hey, look, listen, 
we're we we might have some surprises in our sleeve that you should continue to listen to or, or continue to listen for uh, that we're excited about. But until next time, see you later, guys. Just because you exhale. I find it attractive. <laughs> I, I love when I hear Keith go. It's oh. best if I whistle. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh. I can't fucking breathe because of my genetics. <laughs> I heard somebody like, it was like a newscast or a politician <laughs> speaking or something that was whistling out their nose. And I was like, you gotta, somebody's gotta tell you just like right before you speak. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I forgot who it was. I, th- I want to say it was Giuliani. <laughs> Fuck, please don't. Did you see the, the most recent one where he where he uh, is swinging his golf club, talking about his cameo stuff? Uh-uh. Oh, it was... Uh, he, he's advertising for his cameo account, you know, where mm. you pay to get him to, like, tell you happy birthday or whatever. Yeah. Um, Rudy Giuliani? Yes. Yeah. Rudy yeah. Giuliani. I, like, one uh, of the big leftist streamers on Twitch and YouTube actually paid for a cameo of him, like, saying something that is leftist, but he didn't realize it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this this one was fantastic because it's literally just an ad for like, hey, use me on Cameo. Uh, and it's him on a golf course in a huge, ill-fitting polo uh, and khaki shorts that go mid-calf. Like they just swallow Ooh. him, uh, and he's just Ugh. and he's just swinging his club I don't, I don't at like at nothing. Like a, <laughs> it literally looks like a metronome, where he's just like mm. flaccidly swinging it back and forth. Please just don't like use that word. These tire, <laughs> this is the, the blooper. We video. found it. <laughs> and he's just wait, 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 wait! I found the video. No. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck is happening? That's it. Right? Cut He's it. Playing the video. If you want to have a really nice conversation. Conversation. Sh- 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 <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Let's try it again. I'm Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> if you want to have a really nice conversation or a birthday greeting or just talk golf, I can't watch this. No. what the fuck i would like to remind everyone that this man was once considered like the father of america yeah what the fuck dude look at his pants Mm. they're massive i don't feel good (laughs) (laughs) i never feel good after seeing him